0: Welcome to Coffee Confessions with Cody and Felicia. Welcome back to Coffee Confessions, guys. First of all, we just want to say thank you for being so supportive during our launch. And it was
1: amazing. Yeah. The feedback, like So blown away. <laughs> blew us away. Like we were just like Did you see this? Did you? I got another (laughs) message today. Like people were coming up to us, and it was just like, "Please keep It's super exciting to know that you know
0: we relate to people that are outside of our circle because I already know that I relate to you. So obviously, it feels good to know. Extra special here. (laughs) It feels good to know that there's people out there listening to us that are excited to hear what we have to say.
1: So. I mean, I wake up excited to
0: hear what we have to say. (laughs) I know. It's a new adventure every day. So, um, some of you know this. Um, Probably a lot of you don't, but Felicia and I both live with autoimmune disorders um, or diseases. Um, I have Crohn's disease, and Felicia has... Endometriosis. Endometriosis. Yes, I have a cousin that has that, actually. Um, So, we wanted to bring awareness to not just... um, our, our listeners, strongest. but yeah, um, everybody out there, I mean, if this is the only podcast that you listen from Coffee Confessions, we want you to go away from it knowing a little bit more about these two disorder um, our diseases, because...
1: Really, anyone who has any type of chronic disease, it's yeah. a very good, so if you're questioning the title Spoonie, it's a very good um, explanation of how to relay...
0: How you're feeling that day? Yeah. With the theory is issues. that um, a lot of a lot of people with chronic illnesses can um, relay how they're feeling via spoons, like energy levels and whatnot. So, doing something today might cost me 12 spoons and only leaves me with two spoons tomorrow, or or whatnot. So, um,
1: right. It's, it's kind of hard to of explain. Speech. Yeah, it's
0: a figure of speech. It's for, a figure of
1: speech. Basically, you know, you wake up in the morning, and most people have. 20 spoons you know you're energized ready to go um there's days that you know i'm sure you do too like i have five spoons like i'm just emotionally physically my body hurts everything hurts and i just don't want to do anything so to relay the message like to your loved ones or your friends or family instead of being like oh my pain level's at a 10 you know it's been at a 10 all day like you don't quite understand that i can't do anything it's like Look, I woke up and I only have five spoons. And
0: I'm on my last one and right now. I'm on my now. last <laughs> one.
1: And my kids like to take my spoons real fast. <laughs> right.
0: So, um, what were some signs and symptoms that le- kind of led you to thinking, like, something wasn't, wasn't right?
1: Mine? So, I've kind of battled endo. Um, if you know anything about endometriosis, it can't ne- technically be diagnosed without a um, surgery, mm-hmm. like, you know, taking things and stuff. But I did have a tubal. Um, there was scarring and different things, and so, um, from there, they were just kind of like, instead of testing anything, we're just gonna mark it from here, but...
0: Like, kind of watch it, how yeah, it... Yeah, so, um,
1: I've battled it, really, all of my life, even before my kids, like, I'm sorry, but, you know, endometriosis is kind of TMI, but, um, I had really heavy cycles, um, they were, what do you want to call them, irregular, um, like, I would cramp, crump, like, crumble and be like mom I'm hurting like please give me all of the Tylenol and yeah. Motrin and everything and so um
0: and as a parent that must have been hard for her because she's like does like if your cycle was just starting it's not something where she was like knew that something was wrong she's probably like oh she's young she's just getting yeah. her cycle like she just doesn't understand that it was very thing, hard for you know? us
1: my mom was like you know you're my up here and my sister she has um um ovarian cysts. So like mm. things kind of run in our family, um, you know, and it's kind of something to watch for, but like I would have serious back pain and I would be so heavy, like yeah. pads, tampons an hour, like wow. so heavy and clots. And the same thing with my kids, like after them, it was, you know, typically you bleed for a week or something after right, delivering a yeah. baby. Mine was 10, 12 days and wow. different things. So I couldn't even imagine carrying a baby,
0: with that, because it affects your the lining and the outer lining, right? Yeah, of, of your... the uterus.
1: It can honestly grow anywhere. Once it that's starts to heard. grow, it can grow. It can... Yeah,
0: I've heard some women say, like, you can get a hysterectomy and still yep. not be okay So after. that's what they
1: say. Surgery is, like, not 100%, because if it starts to grow, whatever, on your kidney, on your... Mm-hmm. Wherever, mm-hmm. anywhere, where, you know, there's healthy tissue... Um, it just goes. So it just wow. spreads. And I shared a picture on my Facebook, but
0: it... Yeah, I saw that where it was like, if yeah. you could see what it looks like from the inside on the outside of, like, <clears throat> yeah, your belly. like... We, we need to share that. We should share that It almost. was...
1: It was intense. Like, it feels like... It got worse with each baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was almost like I was almost bedridden with him, like yeah. he was really bad. Yeah, I could
0: imagine because, like, your uterus is constantly growing, especially because growing, growing. I got pregnant so soon after, yeah. Death. Like,
1: my body didn't have time to go back. i bled for nine months after having Natalie. Like, um, what is it called? Birth controls, anything wouldn't stop it. Like, I wow. it just couldn't stop it, and then, um with bennett like i would wake up in tears and i would tell my mom and i would tell mark like i would stand up and it felt like my stuff was gonna fall out of me like it was on fire um that's kind of like the symptoms so if you have um i'm not saying that if you have a heavy period if you have just something to look out for it's something to definitely you know keep an eye on because i had cramping and clotting um lower back pain um basically like every check mark pretty much like
0: a period on steroids mm-hmm. like yes super it's, bad it's super bad
1: and there's times that you know I'll have a flare um diet takes into it as well like caffeine which mm-hmm. oh obviously. that's terrible <laughs> for you I drink a lot of coffee so that does cause some flares um you know exercise can do it um and it it's it's kind of terrible to live with because it comes into play with like the gym yeah when I go to the gym I had to ask them you know like what if I can't come Um, because we were looking into personal trainers and different things. And I was like, what if we can't come because my endo, you know, literally has me down for the day. And she was like, oh, we need a doctor's note.
0: I was like, I can't bring
1: you a doctor's note every time I get a flare, you know. So it's kind of something you have to live with. You know, like I said, diet if you don't eat right. um, Red meats can do it. Um, If you are living with endo, omega-3 is really good for you. It's uh, anti-inflammatory. So it really helps. But needless to say about that. Um, what about yours? What was your few signs and symptoms?
0: Um. Well, in hindsight, looking back on it, I think that I've kind of always had Crohn's. Even as, like, as little as a kid, like, I always had... If I got a stomach ache when I was younger, like, I had to go to the Like I had to go. It was yeah. bad. Um, but my mom had IBS, and IBS just kind of, like, runs in my family. So I was like, oh, I just have IBS. And Um, I'd have a few flares here and there, you know, I remember being in school and being like, I have to go to the bathroom right now. And, but I didn't think much of it. And then after I had Kyler, um, I just started using the bathroom constantly. Like I could not stop going to the bathroom. Like I remember being on the toilet and nursing her because I just couldn't hold it. So, um, I lost She was born in April, and I finally went to a doctor just to kind of see where, like, what was going on in June, and I had already lost, I think, 20 pounds. Yeah. Like, I withered away to nothing. It was kind of... I'm 5'6", so I'm usually (laughs) around, like, 150 to 160 pounds, and I was, like, down to, I think, like, 140 or something like that um, from losing all... Like, I lost all my baby weight and some after that, so... Um, I'd went to the doctor and they find, and they thought like, okay, you know, let's run some tests. They actually heard me out and said, can you like, at least test me for Crohn's? I actually have a really good friend, um, who lives in Oregon and she, um, has Crohn's disease. And she said, you know, why don't you just ask them to run, run a few panels, like blood panels on you just to see, like, it's not going to hurt anything and hopefully you don't have it. Um. So, they ran, they ran those blood tests on me, and my C-reactive protein was elevated, and I was anemic. So, then I had to do stool samples. I had to, like, dig in my own Hi, poop.
1: Isn't it? Yeah.
0: And do all these stool samples. Well, um, I was, like, on the path to get diagnosed, and then I had a colonoscopy and everything, and the doctor went on vacation. And I had to move back to Texas because my husband was coming home from deployment, so... He was like, if you just stop by my office, you can pick up your colonoscopy result, um, results. But if you've ever seen a colonoscopy report, it's like all of these big medical words mm. and then pictures of your colon. And then it, on the report, it said no colitis found. So I was like, oh, then I guess I don't have Crohn's. But now looking back, I'm like, oh, Crohn's and ulcerative colitis are two totally yeah. different diseases that affect two totally parts of your intestines. So flash, like I went undiagnosed for 2014 to September of 2015. I had Charlie and I had the worst pain in my stomach. Well, honestly, during my pregnancy with Charlie, every time I ate something, I got a contraction so bad to where Charlie was born at 36 weeks because I was already four centimeters dilated at 36 weeks and, um, and she just came early because of it. And then when I went home, I had this terrible, terrible pain in my stomach. Kyler couldn't even touch me like that. Like, just a soft little touch yeah. on my stomach. And I was like, get off of me. That hurts so bad. And I remember, like, snapping at her one day. And at first I was like, this is just cramping from breastfeeding. And then... I thought well I just had a baby so obviously I'm going to be in right. pain <clears throat> so then um, Dwight was finally like you need to go to the hospital something's obviously wrong like you're yelling at Kyler over touching you like this is bad and I was getting the chills I was getting fevers I was sweating at night when I was sleeping like soaking my bed so finally when I went in they found that I had an abscess actually in my intestines so I was admitted for, to the hospital for a few days and that was a nightmare in itself and then they released me said that uh, oral antibiotics would take care of the abscess that I would be just fine and thank god my mom was there and she was like no what what if she's not okay and long story short it turned into a fistula so I have fistulizing Crohn's disease which means my body anywhere that I get like well it has to be a little bit more than a cut or a scrape but say like if i go have surgery done and they cut like into my body i more 9 times out of 10 my body will form a tunnel from there to other places so from that abscess that i had it led a tunnel that connected my bowels to my bladder and then eventually i had to have surgery removing you know my ileum and my appendix and all, just this huge surgery so it took almost a year going on two years to finally be diagnosed and someone listen to me and take me serious
1: that's what it is it's very hard um I think it's one in ten women yeah. with endo will be diagnosed because people are just like oh you just have heavy periods or yeah. you just have you know or you just have you know an abscess or yeah. you just have stomach problems or oh, you're just or yeah you just have to
0: poop like it's more than that you know yeah. like
1: cut your diet yeah. and different things and it's so hard especially to be diagnosed when you know like you battled it from a kid and I was like my cycles were so heavy yeah. and everything else like... and it
0: even sounds like maybe you did too yeah, and but you, you know can't... you don't think about it when you're young yeah. you're like I saw the mo, and it almost brings tears to my eyes sometimes when I think about it out loud like if I'm going through a hard time I saw a quote that said I never thought that I'd wake up sick one day and I would never get better and yeah. sometimes it's super challenging to be diagnosed with something that you know there's no cure for
1: yeah
0: it's almost like why like why do I even try to get better when I just it's like 10 steps forward takes you 20 steps it back really,
1: and I mean I feel like it feels like that right like right. yes we're always making progress like there's new diagnosis yeah. and research yeah. but it always feels like that like it's a bloat that comes with both of our mm-hmm. you know oh, things yeah. like we're both into fitness and so you know working out and then like you'll be like oh you know I thought I was doing good and then you get bloat yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I feel like, and even if you weigh yourself, like it, it's still, you know, right. like yeah. 20 pounds up and then you're like, oh, I'll this again, or I'll get, you know super cramp like you know after yeah. leg day like I will get a lot of grams from deadlifts and different yeah, things yeah, and yeah. so I'm just like our crunches and
0: yeah I don't know how many times I've had to run out of the gym like to the <laughs> bathroom because I'm scared I'm going to poop myself
1: <laughs> I, like, <don't>, I know <laughs> it's so bad I'm
0: like oh, okay I gotta go to the bathroom now or else these leggings are not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to walk in the gym the same as I did it's just it's hard to stay motivated too I think we, everybody thinks like yeah one day I'm gonna get older I'm gonna get sick But then to be, you know, in your 20s and someone be like, yeah, no, you're going to be on chemo. Like, because I take a chemotherapy medicine every eight weeks to know that I'm on medicines sometimes that make the side effects worse than what I'm dealing with. It's just super defeating some days.
1: Girl, I've been on and off so many types of medications. Like, you should see my pill cabinet. I know. And I'll be like, they'll be like, oh, this one's going to do better. And I am just... I'm typically anemic, like, it's something that I battle with constantly, and so, um, especially from, you know, the blood loss that I Mm -hmm. experience, so, like, many medications make me sick, prenatals made me sick, I would throw up the whole thing, and so, um, I know they gave me one just recently, like, 2019, they gave me one, and he was like, this is going to help, like, cut the bleeding down, you know, days and, like, heaviness, Mm -hmm. and so, he was like, once you start, you take, like, two pills a day um or every like eight hours or something. It was like two or three pills a day. I kid you not, I got through like two of them. My head was spinning. Like oh. I was so nauseous. Yeah. I, my head was like migraines. I get migraines. So it was migraines. And I called my mom and I was like, I can't take it. Like I can yeah. I can't do it. I couldn't it. That's even such a hard decision kid. to
0: make because it's like how do I take this when I know that like, yeah. it's it's supposed to help but it's so and bad. I was, that's like, I
1: have to be conscious for the children, you Mm -hmm. know, Mark was gone. And I was just like, I can't take this. Like, I can't, I'd rather continue to bleed longer and heavier than feel like this, you know? So it's just, it's something that...
0: That's how I was with, um, uh, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue, the name of the medicine. Ugh. Well, Remicade. I was on Remicade for almost a year and I... I am not even kidding you when I say, like, I, like, I went to the doctor multiple times with pink, like, I, if you'd looked at me, you'd be like, she got pink eye, but I went (laughs) to the doctor, they're like, no, you don't have any type of bacteria in your eye, but my eyes were watering, they were, like, pink, the inside of my nose was completely full of, like, almost, like, canker sores, like, what you would get in your mouth, um, and then I had, like, yeast infection symptoms. And as a woman, you know how uncomfortable that is. Right. Like, I, I will, like, jump off a bridge, I think, before I, like, <laughs> have a yeast infection ever again in my life. And um, I would go and, like, I have a yeast infection. I have a yeast infection. They'd swab me. No, you don't have anything. I'm like, yeah. no, there is something. And I had done some research. And those medicines, like, that one, it had, like, a woman went through almost two years of that And they finally realized that it was like a different type of yeast that wasn't showing up. Like it it forms another type of yeast, and it's like, who wants to go, let like sit in this chair, let alone every eight weeks to get a four hour infusion, knowing that you know you're gonna have yeast infection and you're gonna have pink eye basically and canker sores in your nose, and then I had like pustules all over my body, like boils almost. It was so embarrassing yeah. to be out in public and then knowing like hey at any minute you could probably shit yourself too yeah. to top yeah. this off. So
1: It's hard. It's definitely hard like you know living with it. Just <laughs> yeah. like the day to day. The day to day is not the day to day. Right. It's hard every day. Yeah. You know, on the good days it's still hard and I'm like, "Oh, I had a good day." And then It'll hit me nine o'clock at night. Like mm-hmm. you did too much today. Like we're yeah. done. Like yeah. Yeah. you know all your spoons. Like oh, I have you know four spoons. I'm gonna fold the laundry. No. Nope, all your spoons are done. Yeah. No. Like you better lay because down like, right you, now. Yeah, you're it's, done. It's difficult, but
0: I just, will say it's, with the challenges, and so many times I want to throw in the towel. It also has taught me a lot about myself. And like, yes, I have my pity parties, and yes, I feel sad for myself sometimes. But also other times I'm like, I'm a badass. Like, I'm a badass woman that I have this disease and I brought four babies into this world. Yeah. And I have this disease and I still can go to the gym and do this stuff. Like, sometimes it's hard to revert back to that mindset and remember that I'm still, like... You still got it. Still this. got it, yeah. That's what
1: it's hard. That's why you have to keep your chin up because I, I promise, like, I go through depression. Like, sometimes yeah. it's just like this is so hard and I'm like just I can't get up I can't move which means I'm stuck in the house with the kids and Mark is gone and I'm just like I can't even you know yeah Here, here's a donut <laughs> yeah like let well, me put something I hear.
0: I think like I said before it's just super defeating to get sick when you're young and yeah. know that I you're not getting better at any
1: age yeah you know? but
0: I mean I think I would handle it better if I was 70, and i will just be like, hey, I had a good- You to can
1: go. shit yourself up in bed. <laughs> oh. Hey,
0: Dwight will get me some Depends. Kyler,
1: <laughs> Kyler go change me. Kyler.
0: <laughs> I changed you for five years. Well, not five I years. I need some
1: Depends. You're going to- No, I'll take
0: turns. i would be like, I changed diapers for five years straight. Get your asses in here and change my diaper. Uh,
1: look, I'll put the pad but on, not though. even kidding.
0: Like, so, I had surgery in, when was it? March was it my it, you came to see me in the hospital? My last oh. surgery.
1: I thought uh, today was Thursday. I know,
0: yes. <laughs> Linda thought it was Thursday. It's Tuesday, guys. Um, okay. When I had I, I had a surgery in March, and they were like really preparing me to be completely incontinent. I was super I scared, like that at twenty nine years old, I would be in diapers and shitting myself. Like yeah, it, that is terrifying to to hear that thought, and I would. And in the hospital, like, I was having accidents and, um, I, I remember texting my mom and be like, please go to the store and buy me some, um, chucks for my bed and buy me some Depends because I don't think I'm getting my continence back. Yeah. And even when I came home, there'd be like, there was like a few little, like, squirts here and there. <laughs> And I was like, shit, no, please Literally. don't. I was like, doing Kegels with my asshole, like, please tighten up, Oh please my goodness, I can't
1: tell you how many doctors are like, Kegels will help you. I'm like, no. Uh, if you Kegels could see my face right now. are not going to help me. They just, it's so hard with endo because I mean, they're like.
0: I'm pretty sure Kegels are for, like, your actual. Well,
1: <laughs> it, um. They do, but it's also, like, to, yeah, it's, like, to release the, like, tension, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, it's tense because it's literally always on. Yeah, 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 it doesn't turn off. Yeah, they're, you know, they'll be, like, they'll check my, you know, uterus and different things, and then we, like, release, relax. And I'm, like, I literally cannot relax. Do you know what I, like,
0: am, like, relating the pain to right now? do you know like y'all do you know when after you have a baby and then they come in and they do those uh placenta or the rubs the uterus rubs oh god God.
1: so when i deliver at womack they only do it like the one day after Mm -hmm. um well the one day like you're in the whatever like delivery room and then after they want you to do it oh and yeah
0: I was not doing it I was
1: like I can't find it I can't find it and she was like you need to do this you need to do this but yeah they would I'm come like, in and be
0: like are you doing your uterus rubs I'm like oh yeah totes <laughs> I, I really like, I could am could you show
1: me again and sh-
0: yeah so yeah I definitely was like done doing those after <laughs> after the first day if they weren't doing it I wasn't doing it I
1: had like well you I have to because you it, have but-
0: like you know Girl, i was
1: passing passing fist size glots oh my gosh. she was like it's because you're not um
0: massaging, massaging. and i was
1: like that is not what it is like i was so
0: naive i think after i don't even remember them really doing it with kyler like much but i think after um like the first time they ever did it they're like okay we're gonna come in and give you um your like postnatal massage or something like that i was like what? <laughs> I got a celebratory meal and I'm getting a massage? And have then seen, she came and like pushed on my damn stomach and I was like, whoa! Have you
1: seen that meme like that goes around on like Facebook and it's like Lucy or whatever pounding some bread dough and, and they're, they're like, like my nurse? <laughs> like, yes. My that's what nurse. it
0: feels like. Because I, I really do think, like dig deep yes. in there. I was like oh, okay. until but, it
1: like hardens and I'm like Learning, learning, learning. Yeah, do what you have to do, like uterus. Get it my together, eyes please. Out, like, she's like, "I'm sorry, honey. I know it hurts. I was like, "You do don't." You,
0: do you? you don't. know? Because I just pushed a baby out.
1: Oh man, it's insane, like what your body has to do for that. But
0: that's <laughs> no, that's, that's a whole nother podcast. A, that will be
1: another podcast for sure. Cause, so
0: you know, look, you know how we have to give you some encouragement. That's what we do here at Coffee Confessions. So. If you're living with autoimmune disease, just know that our hat is off to you because this shit is hard. Like, it's hard to know that you're sick and it's going to be a battle all the time.
1: But know that you're not alone. You're not alone. Don't ever think, like, there's times that I will get down on myself and it helps having a really close friend you know yeah that. or even
0: like a support group I'm in a um like a Crohn's Facebook group yeah and sometimes like if I don't feel comfortable asking anybody because my body does some really nasty things like I'm not even gonna lie it does some really gross things that I don't really yeah. always feel comfortable Same. even talking to my mom about so if you can find one of those and I don't even feel comfortable super...
1: talking about my doctor I'm like yeah I'm like you uh, want to know <laughs> my,
0: about my how much I poop they, <laughs> so many times i will be like <laughs> So how are your, how's your bowel movements? I'm like, they're good. And they're like, you have Crohn's disease, so obviously they're not very good. And I'm like, I don't want to talk to you about how many times I poop a day. And right. what's the consistency? Like, That's this is they're, awkward. Like, is
1: it dark? Is it blood? How many clots? How what many? are the sides of your clot? And I'm just like, I'm sorry, I'm not over there with, like, a ruler. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, hold on. I forgot my tape measure today. By, yeah. You know, let me just get one of those little strings and measure this clot real quick. <laughs> At first, I'm, like, grossing out, like, oh, God, I'm just get it down. That out of me. <laughs> but, um, Yeah
0: if you are struggling with any type of autoimmune um, disease, just know like we're here for you. Leave a comment on our um, Instagram or Facebook and let us know. You know what type of war warrior are you, and how many spoons you have when you're listening to this podcast? Because you're you can not alone. Reach out to us. Yeah, like we
1: might have a different. You know, yeah, we disease. probably won't have
0: all the answers, but. But we have sympathy, and we
1: can relate, and we know some days are hard as, you know. You know it. You know the words you wanted to say. It's just.
0: uh, It gets better, and then it gets bad, and then it gets better again. So just know that um, you got this. Like, hang in
1: there. You are a badass. You got this. And, you know, you're not alone. Yep. Well, that was our confession for this week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest.
0: Hashtag spill the coffee. On the next episode of Coffee Confections. I would never, but you so did, Mama.